The following pre-recorded program is paid for by SSI Guardian. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg with your host, psychologist and author, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Living Well with Dr. Peg explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics brought to you by SSI Guardian. Living Well with Dr. Peg shares effective and practical psychological strategies based on biblical principles for living well and staying safe. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat. Visit drpegradio.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, SSI Guardian, who set the new standard in advanced safety education and solutions. Learn more about SSI Guardian at ssiguardian.com. Now, everyone wants to experience personal success, but how do you unlock the doors to get there? On today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Pegg, Apostle Anthony Wilson, founding pastor of Sure Foundation Community Fellowship Church in Aurora, Colorado, explains the three eyes to your personal success. And no, I don't mean eyes like you see through, like a cyclops, <laughs> but the letter I, the pronoun, I, or not the pronoun, but the letter I. So if you need to learn the keys to unlocking your personal success, stay with us to find out what the three eyes to success are. Now, Living Well with Dr. Pegg is coming to you from Denver, Colorado on 94.7 FM, The Word, and streaming online at drpegradio.com. And if you missed last week's episode or any episode of Living Well with Dr. Pegg, go to drpegradio.com for the program archives. And you can also go to drpegradio.com to connect with our sponsor, and to learn more about my various events, retreats, and books. And speaking of books, did you have an interesting childhood, or do you have a special skill or ability? Would you like to use your life experiences to inspire and educate others? If the answer is yes, it's time to become the author you've always dreamed of being. If you're not sure how to get started, or you've been working on the same book for years, or you want to learn how to self-publish your own book, plan to attend my upcoming nonfiction writing and self-publishing one-day intensive workshop on Saturday, September 9th, 2017 in Denver. Space is limited, so go to drpegradio.com slash write, W-R-I-T-E, to register today. If, in addition to being an author, you also desire great success in your life, my guest today has the keys to unlock your personal success. Apostle Anthony Wilson is the founding pastor of Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church in Aurora, Colorado. And he and his wife, Taya, are both ordained by Global Change Network USA, which is actually how we met and how I became a fan of their ministry. Apostle Anthony Wilson, thanks for being here in the studio with me today, and welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excellent. And you're, are you a Denver native, Apostle Anthony? No, no. I'm originally from Philadelphia. From Philly. Okay, I was just in Philly recently, and great to be back on the East Coast with a little bit of humidity in the summer air. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, tell the listeners more about your background and how you ended up in Colorado and in ministry in Colorado. Well, uh, it was kind of a journey um, in the streets of Philadelphia. Things were getting very, uh, very difficult uh, in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, and uh, had to come out to Colorado, had an uncle here mm. who was in the military, okay. and uh, that gave me an opportunity to get away from the environment that I was in. And so, um, been here now 
longer mm-hmm. than I was in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, I was only there till I was 17. Okay. Um, now turning 44 and my wife reminds me <laughs> how much older I am than her. It's only four years. But um, that allowed me to have the opportunity to meet incredible people here mm-hmm. and the journey to ministry started um, from being a deacon um, at a well-known church here in the city and then having an opportunity to serve in a smaller church. And then we came across, came across Global Change Network. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were able to uh, enroll, be ordained, uh, and then came back and uh, was reordained as we were pastoring a church. Most of our ministry has been done in, in marriage coaching mm-hmm. and in um, that area, family coaching. But also uh, the pastoring piece uh, has been big for us um, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. pretty much it in a, nu- yeah. a nutshell. Amen, amen. <laughs> well, and I met you both when you were being ordained, when you were being ordained the first time, and Taya was being ordained as a teacher with me in classes, and then you went back and got ordained as an apostle and um, started your church and um, just an awesome um, Bible teacher, um, awesome preacher. You know, um, some people have the, the, the knowledge and the Bible knowledge, and they have a good word, and yet you have the anointing that really makes the communication of that message so powerful. And so I know um, you. that you're a friend of our church, Colorado Christian yes, Fellowship, yes. and a friend of Global Change Network USA, and are, serve on the board of elders for Global Change Network USA as well as um, a frequent uh, ordination speaker, <laughs> speaker and teacher. Yeah. Amen, amen. Uh, so you've written a book called The Three Eyes to Your Success. Now, how did that book come about? What was the inspiration for that book? That book came from uh, the one-on-ones uh, that I was doing with a lot of people. I began to look at the process. I sat down one day and I said, Lord, there seems to be a system to what you have me doing. And in that system was giving people insight. Mm -hmm. First of all, helping them to kind of look at themselves and look at what's going on with them, but then giving them the inspiration to make changes Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. and to do more. And then finally, you can't let them walk away without giving them mm. instruction, step-by-step or systematic instructions that will guide uh, these changes that they have or that they want to make in their life. And so that process came, it was basically a process. Um, and then I began to write about it um, as 2017 rolled in. Uh, people had been telling me for years, oh, when are you going to start writing books? And, and I just did not feel it was time. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning of 2017, I felt that I heard the Lord clearly mm-hmm. saying it was time Amen. to get started. Amen. And we know timing is so important with the Lord that uh, we can listen and we can even obey, but we can delay our obedience. <laughs> and so sometimes we rush and jump. God may give us a, a preview of what's to come so that we can get prepared or we can rest, yes. or we can be well anchored in him and our faith, uh, or clean up some unrighteousness or, or problems we may have before he launches us into something new. Uh, or or we can we can get the word, okay, it's time to go, and, and hold back. So to be able to say, yes, Lord, I hear you, and I'm going to obey, and I'm going to obey now. And you didn't waste any time. You got that word from the Lord, and you cranked that book out pretty quickly. Yes, uh, yes, indeed. Amen. And so um, uh, our listeners can uh, can find your book uh, on Amazon, The Three Eyes to Success. And before we go into more detail about what those eyes are, the letter I, and you alluded to them, 
insight, uh, inspiration, and instruction. Let's first back up and talk about success. How do you even define success, or how would how would God define it? It's one thing for us to say, "I'll be a success when I get the you know the penthouse corner office, <laughs> you know, and promotion." But how does God really uh, want us to look at success? Well, I, I believe, and and I hopefully I communicate this in the book that success begins with you. Um, it doesn't matter what you do mm-hmm. materialistically; um, it's what you do. Um, personally that really opens the door for what it is that um, we can define as success. Uh, A lot of times there are people who have the material success, but personally their character doesn't match Mm -hmm. up to the things that they've acquired. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is to see people succeeding personally um, in their walk with the Lord Um, understanding themselves, knowing what motivates them, and then being disciplined enough to follow instructions, to Mm -hmm. walk a path. Um, A lot of people lack the discipline uh, to follow through. Like you said, I mean, it's one thing to get the get the word that, okay, it's time to do it. But then there was discipline that Mm -hmm. it took to follow through. uh, Because at times, even though I was motivated, um, I had to be disciplined mm. to follow that motivation to the end of that. Thing. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I wrote a book called do something different for yes. a change. And I did and, read it. Oh, look, praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> and so I write about, uh, all the obstacles to change. Most people want change, but they are not willing to make changes. They want something different, but they won't do something different because change is hard. It's scary. It comes at a cost. And so you're right. It requires discipline. It requires wanting to please the Lord and to want to become who he created you to be. Um, doing what we were created to be and being conformed into the image of Christ is another way of looking at I'm a success yes. if I did what I God put me here to do. Absolutely. And I've been conformed into the image of Christ. I've surrendered to the process and uh, said, Lord, not not my will, but your will. I would say that's a success. Yes. So I love that you're defining success as really personal success uh, in terms of our character. And, of course, we know um, when we model ourselves after Jesus, we're a success. Amen. Amen. Well, let's talk about uh, those different eyes uh, to success, the keys that unlock the door to your personal success. Um, uh, one of them, actually, if we added a fourth eye, would be introspection, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, in your book, you talked about. It's a process that helps us to effectively set realistic goals. Talk a little bit more about that. Yes. Um, if you can look inside yourself and basically be able to um, understand your strengths and your weaknesses, mm-hmm. the things that you excel at, but also the things that give you problems. Mm-hmm. Um this is the process of introspection, looking into oneself. The Bible says, examine yourself uh, to make sure you're in the faith, you know, uh, that we need to know where we are. Uh, we need to know what upsets us. We need to know what inspires us. Mm-hmm. We need to know, uh, I talk about in the book, our pet peeves. We need to know our hopes and dreams, because if we're really going to set goals, we've got to set those goals based upon Uh, The idea that I'm going to improve on something, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to 
accomplish certain things based upon my gifting and my ability um, that I'm going to change something based upon what I know that's negative. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like to like to look at the negative yeah. side of themselves. But if you're going to set realistic goals, if you're really going to grow, you're going to have to look at both the positive and the negative mm-hmm. of your own character and say, Lord, show me, show yes. me what's going on on the inside of me so that um, as I move forward in life, I am being successful in overcoming things as well as accomplishing things. Mm -hmm. And if we don't engage in that process of introspection before we become a success, (laughs) things can crumble because we won't have identified those character flaws or those areas of temptation uh, where where the enemy will put a snare because he knows we haven't done that work. Uh, So that might be the the I in parentheses, the extra (laughs) I's introspection. But let's talk about the three I's that you write about in your book insight, uh, inspiration, and instruction. And we'll talk about insight first. Um, You say in your book, insight lets you see who you are and what you're capable of. Yes, yes. That that was the first thing that I recognized, that when looking at myself, um, we did an exercise one time um, in a class where they kind of asked you to take some time and look at yourself. And try to listen to what God is saying about who you are, not what other people are saying. Mm. Um, Insight gives you wisdom and understanding about who you are, um, what you do well and what you don't do very well. Um, I talk about asking yourself probing questions or having somebody in your life mm. who can ask those Ooh, probing questions you be because <laughs> you, yeah, you got to have somebody around you um, that will tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that uh, the wounds uh, uh, that faithful are the wounds of a friend mm-hmm. that who, who do you have that will say to you, Anthony, you're very impatient <laughs> and you need to slow down. And not be afraid of your retaliation, but say, you know what? You need to really learn that. I I want people around me like Mm -hmm. that because I'm a person that believes that I should be looking inwardly. Mm. Uh, The Bible says that God desires truth in the inward part. And then the hidden part, he'll make you to know wisdom or give you insight because that's really Mm. what wisdom is. Mm. It's it's seeing into something and discerning it and knowing how to proceed from there. Mm. So without insight, um, I don't think you can go anywhere. I think you're, Mm. you're in a place where you're making goals and you're making decisions, but Mm. things are going to crumble. They're going to get shaky because you don't know who you are. Mm. And if I don't know who I am, uh, then I really can't help anybody else, Mm -hmm. let alone, uh, guard against some of the pitfalls that I might run into. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we're looking for those people to speak that truth, to help us see ourselves as we truly are. And I, I do feel our relationships are like a mirror Yes, and we don't always like what we see, but we lash out at the person who serves as the mirror. Our last week's show was about marriage relationships and how our, our spouse can trigger some of those old childhood yes. wounds and dynamics in that Marriage is, is a is a gift uh, to help us resolve those once and for all if we choose to see it that way. So the the obvious person would be your spouse, right? Yes. To say, um, <laughs> you know, what do you like? What's what's you have some bo- questions in your book that we can ask ourselves, or if we're really brave, have someone answer them for us. What do you like about me? What don't you like about me? What areas do you see me growing in? What areas do I need to grow in? And and obviously your spouse might 
be able to give the context more of um, your marriage. Uh, but to ask a good friend, to ask a coworker, to ask a supervisor, to ask a ministry partner, boy, that would give you some great information, but uh, might be a little painful. <laughs> yeah, I kind of suggest that in the book uh, that this might be the most difficult thing you'll ever do, but it might be also the most um, powerful mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. that you could do that, that that allows you to see who you are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, uh, we did a... Uh, we're doing a men's group uh, using the book Mm -hmm. and we got to that passage and man, the guys squirmed in their seats and I said, okay, so let's list them, list those five people in your life that Mm -hmm. you would like. And some of them avoided their wife. (laughs) They didn't didn't want to put her on it because man, they know she's going to tell them the truth. Especially with permission. We can tell you anyway, but you you tell us, we can tell you. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it it is a difficult thing. It can make you very uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. If you're brave enough Mm -hmm. and you're willing to uh, brave what uh, needs to be said to you, uh, you can grow from it. it. And to know that this is one of the keys that unlocks the door to your personal success that can motivate you. And that takes us into our next I, which which we'll talk about shortly of inspiration. Uh, But you say that insight also lets us see past the obvious because we kind of have the obvious things that we, you know, we maybe as Christians and believers, we know what we should say and should be doing. Uh, But again, there are all those hidden things about ourselves that we really may not be able to see past past the surface. Um, Say more about that. Yeah, I think we we do focus on the surficial things, Um, our differences between our height, weight, color, Mm -hmm. look, Mm -hmm. um, what we do well, whether we have a degree or don't have a degree. We look at the obvious things, Mm -hmm. but we're not willing to say, let's look beyond that and ask ourselves, what is going on with me? What is happening in my life? Why do I do the things that I do? Because on the surface, you think, well, I do that because I'm a dad. Well, Mm -hmm. you might not be doing that just because you're a dad. You might be doing that because uh, there's an issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I talk Mm -hmm. about feelings and how we don't use feelings to make decisions, but we do use feelings to be indicators that there's something that needs Mm -hmm. to be worked out. Mm -hmm. I think there's a quote in the book that says that you can function with unresolved issues, but you can't reach your full potential Mm -hmm. with those unresolved issues. And so you've got to look past um, the smile. You've got to look past the the articulate speech sometimes. You've got to look past those things that are on the surface because they seem obvious. And you may say, that person has it all together. Mm-hmm. Or you may say to yourself, um, people believe that I have it all together. But if I look deeper, and that's where it gets scary, uh, but it gets very, um, it, 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 it allows you to grow if you're willing to look past Mm -hmm, those things. mm -hmm. And so um, I talk about in the book just a little bit uh, about asking yourself, uh, if you're feeling something awkward or strange, is God trying to show me something? Mm -hmm. Is he saying something to me? Do I need to stop and spend some time with Mm -hmm. him rather than brush it off and keep moving? Because the obvious answer is, oh, I'm just having a bad day. I'm going to keep moving. Mm -hmm. But what if God is alerting you to something that needs to change? Mm -hmm. And I would argue he probably always is. Our feelings are always an indication of something, whether it's a lie that we're believing or it's a reality. If it could be an indication of a wounded place 
um, it's gonna it's it's indicating something. Otherwise, there'd be no point to right, have that right, emotion. Right, right. And so we want to pay attention to it. And the culture, of course. Uh, would tell us, especially for men, but I think women as well, is brush it off. You know, if you're successful, it's because you can brush it off and just keep pressing forward, but you're missing that opportunity to to, to go deeper. Absolutely. Um, well, my guest is Apostle Anthony Wilson, founding pastor of Sure Foundation Community Fellowship Church in Aurora, Colorado, and he's the author of the book, The Three Eyes to Your Success, and we're talking about the first eye, uh, insight uh, into what you're feeling, insight to see past the obvious, insight to really see who you who you really are. Uh, Apostle Anthony, you also talk about uh, that insight sees beyond failure into the potential and possibility. So even even if we're um, we we're, we might be successful and we might on the surface look like we've got it all together, we all do fail. Uh, often, I was going to say from time to time, but we all fail often, maybe right. even daily, and we all fall short of the glory of God. And so talk about uh, the role of insight to to not condemn yourself and beat yourself up because you failed uh, and, and how we can look forward past that. Yeah, you have to look at your failures um, from the perspective that there's always something that I can learn from them. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times there are things that happen before the failure Mm. that if you would take the time and look back and say, you know what? I see how I got to where I was and why this kind this thing happened to me. Um, uh, Many a times uh, we think that failure means that it's over. (laughs) that you might as well stop trying because you're failing at this. But a lot of times what it comes down to is that the only true failure is to quit. Mm. If you keep Mm. pushing, if you keep persevering, if you keep walking by faith and not by sight and believing uh, that God has a bigger plan for your life, you'll find out that failure is an unfortunate fact of life. But success is a product of hard work and faith, Mm -hmm. believing that there is more and that I can rise and get up from this thing. Amen. And you ask in your book the question, I think it's a really powerful question, are you afraid to fail or committed to success? Yes. um, (laughs) That came out of a a Bible study many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lord woke me up that morning (laughs) and I was preparing for the Bible study and I wrote that question down and then I posed it to the group. And that question has guided me uh, for many, many years because I realized that if I'm more committed to succeeding, Mm. then that means I will overcome the failures. But if I'm afraid to fail, then I might not even try Mm -hmm. because I don't want to fail. And so people with a perfectionist mindset, Mm -hmm. uh, they want everything to be perfect. Or I'm not doing it. I'm not going to try it all. Yeah. <laughs> so you 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 want to push past that that mm-hmm. the, that that feeling that failure is the end. Yeah. You know when you were talking about oh I, I messed up I might as well just quit I I think about that when I'm um, on my quest to drop a few pounds you know you're <laughs> you're on you're on a roll for a week and you're making really healthy choices and then you make that one bad choice and you get on the scale the next day and you're like oh my goodness that took me 
seven days to get to this point and just one day to wipe it all away you know and i might as well just give up and eat eat the whole cake you know (laughs) Uh, but you're committed to fail (laughs) if that's the approach that you take if if you're if you're open to okay i'm going to make mistakes i'm going to mess up i'm going to have setbacks but that doesn't mean i have to abandon everything that then i'm doomed to fail Uh, but if i can pick myself back up and just be committed to the long haul i can be successful yes Amen. Well, I'm speaking again with uh, Apostle Anthony Wilson. He is the founding pastor of Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church, uh, and he pastors with his wife, Taya, in Aurora, Colorado. Um, He's the author of the book, The Three Eyes to Your Success, uh, through the process of introspection, which I've dubbed an unofficial eye (laughs) to success, uh, we can gain insight, really have eyes to see, see ourselves the way God sees us. Uh, see past our failures and into our potential. Um, in the coming segments, Apostle Anthony will talk about the other eyes, which are inspiration and instruction, and uh, and how you can use those keys to unlock the doors to your personal success. Again, listeners, this is Living Well with Dr. Pegg. You can go to drpegradio.com for the program archives. And when we come back, we'll continue with our discussion about the second eye of success. 94.7 FM, The Word. One needs to look no further than today's headlines to understand the threats facing American schools. They remain soft targets for violent threats, and yet our schools go largely underprepared. Our children deserve the highest level of education in the safest learning environment possible. The SSI Guardian QAL, or Quick Action Lockdown, is the fastest and safest way to lock down a classroom. This revolutionary device provides schools with maximum locking protection while meeting all safety, fire, and building codes. Designed by the leading lock experts in the world, the QAL is the only lock that meets Department of Homeland Security primer recommendations. SSI Guardian QAL now makes classroom lockdowns fast and safe with the red button. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the best classroom protection. Take action today by calling SSI Guardian at 877-878-5800 or go to GuardianProtect.com. That's GuardianProtect.com. SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Today is the first full day of a -a two-and-a-half-week vacation for President Trump at his Bedminster, New Jersey estate. While he is out of the office, workers will be upgrading the air conditioning system in the West Wing. A relentless heat wave that gripped parts of Europe this week has sent temperatures soaring to record highs for several days, and it's caused at least two deaths and prompted authorities to issue severe weather warnings. Attorney General Jeff Sessions pledging to rein in government leaks that he says undermine American security. Justice Department officials say they are reviewing guidelines put in place to make it difficult for the government to subpoena journalists about their sources and would not rule out the possibility that a reporter could be prosecuted. And tonight, the Pro Football Hall of Fames welcomes its seven newest members in ceremonies at Canton, Ohio. This is SRN Sports. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. From sleepless nights filled with bottles, diapers, and wipes to turbulent years with teens, from the time they think you know everything to the time they swear you know nothing, each stage of parenting comes with its unique set of challenges. God's Word stays constant through every stage. It offers help for parents no matter what they're going through. This radio station may not be able to guarantee sleep, but we can provide insight on parenting through every stage. 94.7 FM, 
the word. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to autoairbagsettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's autoairbagsettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. When did you last read a book that lifted your faith and stirred your heart? We have just such a book for you from our station and Gospel for Asia, No Longer a Slumdog. It's free when you log on to our station website and use the keyword children. You will be astonished and richer in your faith. It's our gift to you. To get your free copy of Gospel for Asia's book, No Longer a Slumdog, go to 947fmtheword.com and enter keyword children at the top of the page. Keep our schedule full, seasonal incentives? Oh, yeah. Hi, Dan Cicchini, Dunright Home Improvements. Now is the time to call and save a full 12% off all services for select install needs. 800-362-8370 or drhi.com. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is Apostle Anthony Wilson, the founding pastor of Shore Foundation Community Fellowship Church in Aurora, Colorado. Apostle Anthony, uh, thanks so much for being on the show. How can listeners get in touch with you or attend your services? Uh, they can get in touch with me at lovethyneighbor.com uh, or uh, they can reach out to me on my Facebook page, uh, okay. Daily Motivation, or they can just look up Anthony Wilson. Our services are on uh, at 10 a.m. On Sunday morning at 1350 Chambers Road, North Chambers Road in Aurora. So. Amen. And I'll have a link to uh, your information on my website. If listeners weren't able to jot all that down, you can go to drpegradio.com for uh, a link to Apostle Anthony to reach out to him. As well, if you as if you want to share this interview with a friend or family member, you can go to the program archives. Again, that's drpegradio.com. And so we're talking about your book, The Three Eyes to Success, and uh, the first eye is insight and critically important to, we, we, we pray that prayer, Lord, search me, know me, show me. And so we're gaining insight, not only to see ourselves as we truly are, our identity in Christ, maybe that could even be another eye, <laughs> or, but also being brave enough, courageous enough to get um, feedback from others so we, we yes. get a a picture from people that we trust, wise counsel to give us feedback on our strengths and weaknesses. And it's only when we can see ourselves as we truly are that we have a chance for truly being successful. And so your second eye is inspiration. Talk about what you mean by that. Inspiration, um, it, it, to me, it's understanding um, that in life there are times where you are stimulated to do great and creative things. Um, I talk about in the book um, that when you're inspired, a cleaning of your room can turn into a whole makeover <laughs> uh, because you're inspired. You have vision, you have creativity, you know exactly where you want to put things. 
and you'll go for it. Um, maybe your your favorite dish turns into um, an incredible feast because you're inspired. And so you find yourself adding things and, oh, I can do this and I can do that. Inspiration breathes life mm. into everyday average things. Amen. Amen. So how is inspiration different for motivation? Because in your book, uh, it seems like you're saying uh, inspiration is kind of a, a, a notch above motivation. Yeah, motivation, I, I believe, is uh, the want to. It's the uh, commitment to do. Mm-hmm. And you can be committed to doing things but not be inspired. And mm-hmm. so when you're motivated to do something, that'll get you going. <laughs> but inspiration will keep you flowing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, what you are motivated to do, you take it to that next level because now there's creativity about it. You, 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 you hear God directing you, mm-hmm. but it takes motivation to get you off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, but inspiration does take you to that next level. Amen. So, it, so one is required, but not, not enough to right. really um, propel you into your personal success. Kind of reminds me, of the difference between religion and relationship is um, following rituals and being in the church every time the doors is, are open, as people say, but really not having any relationship, uh, being in the church your whole life. And sure, you're getting great teaching and maybe even um, fellowship with others, but until you have that personal relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're really going to be stagnant. Amen. I mean, the, the like you said, religion could be used as the motivation. I'm disciplined. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm mm-hmm. showing up. I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do. But in that relationship piece, now you're hearing God. You're mm-hmm. flowing in spiritual gifts. It, it, there's just there's more there. But the foundation is my discipline yes. and my faith. Yes. So. And again, that you are, you are having access to some of the tools and resources that the Lord provides through that participation in right. the quote unquote <laughs> ritual. So they go together, but really inspiration is a notch above just as relationship certainly is more the goal and a notch above. Um, so breathing life and creativity into average everyday things. You gave some examples about cooking or cleaning. But in terms of our, our walk with the Lord in ministry and how that um, that contributes to our personal success, talk more about uh, the role of inspiration. Yeah, I, I feel that when you're doing ministry, you can just do it because you feel called to it. But... When God begins to speak and reveal and show you things, um, you're operating at a different level. Um, I talk about, I think a little bit in the book about us starting the church and Mm -hmm. how I was really motivated uh, to do it. But the inspiration kicked in when we started inviting people and Mm -hmm. things started happening. You started having vision. Um, I even tried some businesses, you know, and, mm. and did those. And I was motivated by, okay, I want to do this. I want to make a difference. But it didn't quite meet the threshold that happened when I started doing ministry. Mm. There was a part of me that was unlocked and opened. Mm. And um, I saw more of what I really was capable of 
when I was operating in that place of inspiration, not just motivated to do, but inspired, knowing that this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I think inspiration always opens that door to feeling like thinks this is bigger than me. What's happening right now. I'm excited about it because mm. it's bigger than me, Amen. not because it's just an opportunity. Even sitting here uh, talking to you, um, I'm inspired by this mm. because it's bigger than me. Mm. You know, mm. I definitely would be anybody would love to be on the radio, but to get the message out that people can succeed and it's not about houses, cars, those things are secondary consequence to you developing your walk with God and you as a person. Mm-hmm. Amen. And and to know that um, something that God has placed inside of you, you can be motivated to write a book. And, you know, in my, <laughs> my nonfiction writing and self-publishing workshops, we talk about setting goals and numbers of pages that you're, you're going to uh, write per day or per week or per month or a timeline of uh, when I released my book, Doggy Tales, the goal was to get it out by Valentine's Day. I, you know, I ended up releasing it several months later, but I was motivated to get <laughs> it done. But the inspiration came from, in the example of my book, Doggy Tales, came from the little dog that changed my life, that I adopted one day after my divorce. Um, I was motivated to write this book, but I was truly inspired right. by my little dog, Dallas, and certainly inspired by um, the folks who read my books or listen to my show and say, oh, my goodness, what I learned from your book or from your guest changed my life. Yes. Um, that doesn't compare to the motivation. That's almost kind of like a grind of okay, right. I'm set this goal. I'm going to work towards it versus being inspired to do more and keep going and touch more lives and expand the kingdom. Exactly. It's, it's, one is necessary for the other, but. In, uh, inspiration really uh, can't compare <laughs> to motivation. Amen. Um, so talk more about the people and the things uh, that inspire you to do more for you personally, for your wife, um, and for your ministry as you're coaching people and mentoring people. What are some of the stories and examples that you hear um, and that you can share that really inspire you to do more and those around you? Well, I, I have a, uh, a segment in the book where I talk about um, the productive person and um, a friend of mine that uh, I spend a lot of time with, uh, every, uh, you know, multiple times a year. He's got a really big, busy schedule. But when we sit down and we talk about the men that he disciples and about the lives that he changes, I walk away from those conversations thinking that's what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. I want to have those kind of st- stories to share with people. When I sit down with um, the, the members of the church or um, even my students at the high school where I coach, uh, they affectionately call me coach everywhere mm-hmm. I go. And, and I haven't been coaching uh, lately, but they still call me coach. And when I talk with them and I inspire them and I encourage them it takes me to the next level. Mm. Um, being around people that are passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, my son is a football player. And the place where we sent him to be trained, uh, if you go in that place, uh, this guy is on fire mm. about training up these kids and getting them ready for the next level, whether that level is college or NFL. 
He's a, and you walk out of there saying, man, I want to get motivated <laughs> I'm not to doing do enough something. with my life. Right. <laughs> and so you want to be around people mm-hmm. that cause that. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the compassionate person. Mm-hmm. If you want if you want to really see the world differently, get around people who love people mm-hmm. because they're going to show you how sometimes you're not as compassionate as you thought you were, that you're passing by people that you could help out. Mm. And so you want to be around these kinds of people that love other people because then it brings it out of you. Mm -hmm. And so you want to surround yourself with people that inspire you. You know, I I want to sit with people that are on fire for something, Mm. you know, Uh, especially the work of the Lord. When you get around people that are on fire for the work of the Lord, you think, I got to get up off the couch and I got to get moving. <laughs> Amen. And you, you're using that word fire, on fire. And Holy Holy Ghost fire, fire. is part of, <laughs> that, again, what differentiates inspiration from simply motivation. And yeah. we know motivation does move us, but yeah. there's just something, you know, that sets, sets a spark on fire inside of you. And I, I think what I'll take away Uh, from our conversation in this segment is really being inspired to do more and, and for something bigger than yourself, Yes, Um, being motivated to achieve my own goal and motivated to, you know, like you said, material possessions. I'm I'm motivated to, you know, work hard so I can get this next thing, Mm -hmm. but inspiration, I think that's a natural byproduct. You'll probably have more, but it's really about beyond yourself yes. and for the kingdom yes. and being on fire for the Lord and his people. Amen. So we're going to talk in our next segment about the third eye, which is instruction. And I know um, your wife, Taya, was ordained as a teacher. And so perhaps there's some things you've learned from her about instruction. And I'll, I'll be curious to hear uh, how she may have inspired you in the writing of this book and in particular around this third eye of instruction. You're a, a gifted, anointed teacher yourself in your own right and um, a, a remarkable um, preacher and certainly pastor. And so we all need instruction. Um, you didn't just come out of your mom's womb, you know, who you are today. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know through your your um, participation with Global Change Network USA that you've received wonderful instruction And so we'll talk about that third eye with my guest, Apostle Apostle Anthony Wilson. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 94.7 FM, the word. Schools can no longer afford not to invest in a professional evidence-based advanced safety education training program. It's the single most important decision and investment a school administrator will ever make in their professional career. When all else fails, training and preparation are the only things that will increase your chances of survival in a violent incident such as an active shooter or act of terrorism. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training programs tailored to your needs. While there are many basic training programs largely based on opinion and emotion. SSI Guardian is the only advanced training program of its type with an accredited continuing education unit or CEU issued by an accredited university. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training and solutions to learning institutions, faith-based and professional organizations. To learn more, call SSI Guardian today at 877-878-5800 or visit guardianprotect.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Clark. 
Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. If you're confused, stuck, or ready for change, go to drpegradio.com and learn more about my book, Do Something Different for a Change, and my Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreat. And if you're ready to write and self-publish your own book, register now for my one-day intensive workshop on nonfiction writing and self-publishing. Go to drpegradio.com to register today. And my guest today is an author himself, and he's the founding pastor of Sure Foundation Community Fellowship Church in Aurora, Colorado. Apostle Anthony Wilson, thanks so much again for being with me today. Thank you. And we're talking about the keys to your personal success, the three I's. We've talked about uh, insight, inspiration, and let's now talk about that third I, instruction. Uh, What do you mean by that, instruction, and how is that valuable in us achieving our personal success? Um, I like to give the analogy of uh, the person who buys the vacuum cleaner <laughs> and you open up the vacuum cleaner and you start putting it together and then you realize that something's not working right. And what's not working right is that you didn't know how to put it together. <laughs> and now you've got to go back in the box and pull out the instructions. Mm-hmm. And many a times in life, um, we're living life without instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're wanting to paint wonderful things or write beautiful music or even um, write a book. But without some type of instruction, it doesn't matter how inspired you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to need some instruction to kind of ground you and give you a path mm-hmm. to walk. Amen. Amen. And it may be, you know, in the natural or, a, you know, a secular skill, you have to learn how to program a computer software, you know, to for your job. But also we know uh, the Bible, God's word is when we're talking about character and personal success, that really is our instruction manual. I heard uh, someone once say Bible stands for basic instruction before leaving yeah. earth. <laughs> <laughs> and so talk, talk about the role of the Bible and, and how it benefits us on this journey. Well, the, the Bible is a lamp unto mm-hmm. our feet Amen. and a light unto our pathway that it's through understanding uh, what the word has to say about life, um, about who you are, about ministry. Um, if you don't have that guidance, you know, from the word, then you are kind of just floating. You're like mm. a, a, a leaf floating mm. in the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's no direction mm. and you want to have people in your life that can disciple you and coach you and get you to the next level. Um, because, they understand what the word says, because sometimes you don't know um, what yes. the Bible says about a, a, a specific topic. Mm-hmm. And you do need wise counsel. You know, the Bible says that uh, the counsel of a man is a deep well, mm-hmm. uh, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And you want to mm-hmm. have people that can draw out of you uh, what's in you and then point you in the right direction mm-hmm. um, as you're walking forward. Amen. Amen. And and we may need instruction in, in understanding the word you said earlier, you know, and all you're getting, get understanding. And sometimes we need help understanding, but we often always look to a person in the natural. But I believe that if we really sit at the feet of the Lord with a particular passage of scripture or a concept in the Bible we don't understand. Yes, we have all these tools that man, you know, have, have provided all kinds of concordances and online tools. Uh, but if we sit and just bring it to the Lord, Lord, I want to Amen. understand your word and you instruct me. Uh, we have no excuse, do we? 
No, we we don't. As a matter of fact, uh, I believe it's Proverbs twenty four thirty two, uh, where he says, "I heard instruction, I considered it, and then I obeyed it." Mm. And so, as you're sitting before the Lord, and you hear what He has to say to you, you've got to contemplate it mm-hmm. and understand it. A lot of times we say, "Oh, well, just jump up and do it," mm-hmm. and that's good. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you've got to sit with it mm-hmm. for a while. So that you can understand it, because if you run out and do something <laughs> before you understand what mm-hmm. you're doing, uh, then we have a problem because you're going to have to go back and get the instructions out of the right, trash. Right. <laughs> and just, you know, running and putting the vacuum cleaner together without looking at the diagram or reading the instructions. Yeah, you got to go back to the drawing board. But the worst case scenario, it didn't work. Right. <laughs> or you sucked up, you know, something that was on the floor that you shouldn't have. But we can really have some detrimental consequences in 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 bigger issues uh, in our lives. Uh, you say in your book that instruction decreases the chance, excuse me, decreases chance and gives you more charge over your life. So things are not just random yes. happening by chance. When we've received instruction, we can take more charge over our life. Talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's and you And you alluded to it that when I know what the word says about something, if I know what the Bible says about it, mm-hmm. now it's not up to chance. Mm-hmm. I'm actually walking by faith and not by Amen. sight. I'm actually walking in the assignment that God has given mm-hmm. me. I'm not just wondering, you know, what to do next right. uh, because you, you, you're you inspired, right? And, and you can also stand in your authority. If you're going yes. on the instruction that's in the word, you can speak that word and command it in authority, knowing his word doesn't return to him void. <laughs> yeah, I told my daughter this morning, I said, uh, uh, tell your day that you don't have uh, the authority to demand of me. I'm going to make the demands mm, around amen. here. And she mm-hmm. looked at me and said, I don't know what that means. She said, <laughs> You'll get it when you're driving down the street. Contemplate that when it. God has given yes. you this day, mm-hmm. you know, he's given you this day through his grace and his mercy. You've got to make demands on your mm, day. You amen. can't let your day demand amen. of you. And, you know, I do a lot of shows on, you know, being busy. Had a show a couple of weeks ago with Nicole Johnson, wrote a book called uh, Creating Calm in the Center of Crazy. <laughs> I've had Apostle Phil Smith on the show. He preached a sermon about being busy. And we, we it's part of the culture. Yes. It's kind of a status symbol to say, oh, yes, I'm so busy. Oh, let me check my calendar. And oh, I'm multitasking and, you know, all of that. But really, it's crazy making (laughs) and it's it's allowing our external environment, as you're saying, to make demands on us. And so us making demands, you're going to you're going to line up to conspire with me to to accomplish my purpose today that God has ordained, not the other way around. Right. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. (laughs) So it's good instruction in addition from your dad, from your parents. So that's something that that uh, as parents, we need to make sure our children are experiencing personal success by us instructing them, training them up in the way they should go. You also say instruction helps us get things done right the first time, which is certainly a, a helpful thing uh, in parenting, helping our our um, our young adults and teenagers not make the same kinds of mistakes we made um, and get it done right the first time. Yeah, me and my wife have had long conversations with our children in helping them to understand uh, that a lot of our wisdom <laughs> comes from doing mm-hmm, it wrong. Mm-hmm. And we can, we really have helped them um, from those instances that we were like, this is not the way <laughs> that you do it. Yeah. Here's how you should do it. And now they're in a place where uh, they come to us. A lot of 
young adults are trying to find their own way. Mm-hmm. They're like, mom, dad, we don't, you know, I know what I'm doing. Our children, they, they'll, they'll make a phone call. Yes. They'll come in the room. They'll knock on the door and say, Hey, uh, I was trying to figure this out. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Because we've always tried to guide them in the right direction. Instruction is not, um, demanding of people. Instruction is not forcing people. Instruction is giving people guardrails mm-hmm. so that they have something to hold on to as they're making progress. And we want to give them the guardrails of instruction so that they can make their own decisions, but they have something to mm-hmm. help them along Amen. the way. Amen. Whether it's your wisdom based on experience or or biblical wisdom, yes. word from the Lord. You say in your book, um, instruction allows us to risk more, but lose less. Yes. And so I like that metaphor of the uh, of the guardrails. We can take some risks as young people and adults. Uh, we can say, Lord, I, I'm not sure if I'm hearing you here, uh, but I'm going to step out on faith here and take this risk. But we, we have less to lose if we're following instruction. Yeah, I use an analogy about a boxer. I'm a fan of boxing Mm -hmm. and how uh, that boxer in uh, the ring is working off of the instructions Mm -hmm. that was given to them in the corner. And so (laughs) as long as you're operating in the game plan, you can risk, Mm -hmm. you know, but once you get outside that game plan, Mm -hmm. you might lose more. So you got to be careful. You got to go off that instruction, that plan that was uh, set in the in the corner. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I, there's a quote in your book that I love that would be a great note to end on if you can um, say what you mean and kind of elaborate or provide us with an example. You say the difference between success now and success from now on. <laughs> so that notion of that lasting, enduring uh, success versus just right in this moment. Talk about that. Yes. Uh, a lot of people want to get things done today. Mm-hmm. And so you'll take shortcuts. Mm -hmm. And so you'll avoid hearing that that that's that instruction from the Lord. You'll jump out and you'll do something instead of waiting on the Lord and being of good courage and Mm -hmm. letting him strengthen you. Because at the end of the day, what's going to happen if you rush ahead is that you're going to have to go back and do it again. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you wait and hear wise counsel, wise instruction whether through prayer, uh, whether through uh, those that are in leadership around Mm -hmm. you, you're going to be able to build something that's lasting, uh, not something that is fleeting or temporary. And so instruction allows you to have that, I guess, roadmap to a greater place. Amen. Amen. Well, you're hearing the voice of Apostle Anthony Wilson. He's the author of The Three Eyes to Success. And he's also the founding pastor of Sure Foundation Community Fellowship Church. Uh, Apostle Anthony Wilson, thanks so much for being my guest Thank today. Thank you. Love Thank to have you, you back so on again uh, when the next book comes out. I think I predict you're going to be a very prolific author. <laughs> yes, the next book is in the works. It Amen. may be out by September. So. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, again, listeners, don't forget to go to drpegradio.com for the program archives and to register for my upcoming events and retreats. My guest has been Apostle Anthony Wilson. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, brought to you every week by SSI Guardian. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat, visit drpegradio.com. You can also purchase Dr. Peg's books, Do Something Different for a Change, and Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, online at drpegradio.com. And remember to join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 94.7 The Word FM for Living Well with Dr. Peg.